Welcome back, anime fans, to Ghost in the Cloud, your anime podcast, where most weeks we talk about a different anime <laughs> show what? or movie. What? Yeah, we're not here every week, so yeah, well, that's yeah. why. That's well, this why. is also like the last episode, right? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, but before we get into that, before we get into that, Blake and Bridget are going to hit you up with some anime news. News! All right. So, man, this sucks. <laughs> Just because like, this is like the last episode, and it's sad. But, uh, uh, so, first bit of news is... Viz Media announced on Tuesday the new and returning cast members for the English dub of the Yashahime Princess Half Demon anime spinoff of Rumiko Takahashi's Inuyasha series. Uh, Funimation is partnering with Viz Media to release the anime's English dub. The anime premiered in Japan on October 3rd. Uh, Viz Media began streaming the anime with English subtitles on Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Hulu on the same day in North and Latin America, uh, Latin American territories, my bad. Uh, seems like most, if not all, the original cast is returning. That's awesome. Yeah, Inuyasha was one of the first, like, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> first things <laughs> to, like, really get me. Inuyasha! <laughs> I like how we, we reversed <laughs> the roles. <Yeah. laughs> Don't put me in a gender role. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, like, one of the first anime that, um, I guess, after I spread my wings into anime. You know, uh-huh. like, Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z kind of got me started, and then right. Inuyasha and was, like, the first wave other of other anime. Yeah. Yeah, so I always, I've always had a place for Inuyasha in my heart, and uh, I'm totally for new, I actually new just stuff. started for- rewatching it. Don't forget to buy your... <laughs> Diamond encrusted Inuyasha statues, guys. Oh my That's god! That's a that is a uh, must. Well, no, it is a, that that was a uh, inside joke for <laughs> from like my group of friends from when I was in the anime club in college. Wow. I remember you telling me about yeah. that though. We would always make fun of our friend Peter who like get his diamond in- encrusted Inuyasha statue. It's like why? Like, like, like don't buy. Like if you're. At a convention, and you see that, don't buy it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it like twelve hundred dollars. It does no. nothing for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, the question is, are the diamonds worth that much? Because uh, I don't you know. Pick the diamonds off. Yeah, I do. Then just buy then, diamonds. Then, or just buy a Inuyasha statue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't get both. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Well, We're not pirates. We're not going to be plucking diamonds off of statues. All right. So next up. <laughs> Shit. She found out my secret plan. <laughs> <laughs> a Fuji team TV anime lineup press conference 2020 live stream event on Thursday revealed that the second season anime of Kayo Shirai and Posuka Demuzi, De, Demizu's The Promised Neverland manga will premiere a Fuji TV's Noe Tamina programming block on January 7th of 2020. And the second season was scheduled to premiere in October, but was delayed because, you guessed it, the coronavirus. But Promise Neverland, uh, fantastic yeah, manga, was, fantastic now, show. I gotta have to admit, did, did, did Promise Neverland come out last year or this year? Last, last year. year. Okay. Late last I'm year. I'm pretty sure last year we had talked a lot about how we didn't like a majority of the anime that was out, and Promise Neverland was one of the few. It swooped in and like, really, like gave us hope it. for good year. shows. Um, yeah, there was. Yeah, it was. It was the previous year because I remember there was just a lot of. It was a lot of digging through trash. It was a lot of bad shows coming out, <laughs> and we had to really dig for the All good right. stuff. All right, Bridget, get the shovel. Yeah, no, dig exactly. through the shit. <laughs> and then <laughs> like th- finding like, ooh, Oop, Promise Neverland found the diamond. <laughs> Oh, this man. is the diamond that makes the shit worth it. Yeah, and it's children being being back eaten, to the grind. Back to but, the grind. Um, but yeah, no, and I feel like there's not enough horror anime out there. I feel like it's a genre that's just not either it's not done well or it's not mm-hmm. done at all. 
So right. I really, I really I watched, enjoyed this. I watched the first couple episodes of the show and I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was like, ooh. Yeah, whoa. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very very Cringy. psychological through Yeah. yeah. It was good. Eventually, I'll finish that show. I just didn't get Along around to it. Along with everything else. Along with I other things. I keep saying that about all the video games yeah. that I have. Eventually, <laughs> I'll finish that video You'll game. never finish that Eventually list. Eventually, I'll start that video game. Yeah. Also from the live-streamed uh, Fuji TV Anime Lineup Unveiling 2020 event, a new promotional video for the anime of uh, Paru Itagaki's Beastars manga was released. The video announced the second anime season's January 5th premiere on Netflix in Japan. Considering the popularity, it won't be long till it makes its way to overseas. So as weird as I thought this anime was when it came out, I did very much enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't I, watched it yet. I found okay. it very, very interesting. The uh, preview of the show, it shows the main character who's a wolf. Oh, I know what it's about. Yeah, and he has this like thing for, for a, bunny a bunny rabbit. Yeah. So you're and expecting And everyone's saying it to like, "Hey, like... man, everyone's got their fetish," but like, dude, really? Yeah. You want to? <laughs> so you're expecting the show to be like a little, little pervy, but you know what? It was surprisingly. You know... I don't know, man. When it's that a... came out. I saw a bunch of um, memes of just like it's a furry the show. last few yeah. decades. <laughs> it's of, a furry show. The last few decades of people wanting to fuck rabbits, and it was just like <laughs> it started with like Jessica Rabbit. It, it always oh, starts yeah. with Jessica Rabbit, and, and then, then it went to Lola uh, Bunny. Lola Bunny. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then from Lola Bunny, it went to uh, yeah, I th- Hop from the uh, oh Judy Hop. Judy Hop is on there. From oh Zootopia. yeah, <laughs> this one's on there. Obviously. Man, why does everybody want to fuck these rabbits? <laughs> Poor rabbits being objectified. Well, I mean, rabbits are also just horny creatures on their own. That's true. Like some people aren't any better. Man, how do we get to this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what Beastars is really all about. So. You've really come to the bottom episode of uh, Yeah, we're really we're, ending we're just, strong. We're scraping the floors. Yeah. We're scraping the floors right now. Wow. Um, all right, B. How did this get stuck on there? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Last bit of news. <laughs> the anime of Reki Kawahara's Sword Art Online Progressive, the light novel series, will be getting a newish film titled Sword Art Online, the movie, The Aria of the Night Without Stars. It will open next year. The progressive subtitle brings about a retelling of Kirito's story as he journeys through the floating Uncred castle from the beginning, I'm floor God. by floor. So that's something. I've I always mean, enjoyed Zoroline. I do think it has its ups and downs, but I'm, I'm, I'm totally for them retelling it in a more concise way. Like, they did yeah. that with Dragon Ball Z a few years back when they came out with Dragon Ball Z Kai. And they like... did kind of, like, skip around mm-hmm. in that first season, didn't they? For what? For Sword Art, like they like you start and like there's like I think several there's months between that are that are missing between like when the 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 death game starts and like you see Kirito already a badass and you see like a few like clips uh like of like how he became like oh, yeah, yeah, how yeah. he decided to stay away from other people yeah because he couldn't deal with them dying. But yeah, like, they definitely skipped ahead a little. Like, bit. do you Just think that this them. movie thing is going to like explore that beginning of the game? Uh, I don't know. That'd be very interesting. I mean, if they're making it a movie, then they might have to keep it condensed for the sake of fitting it. But maybe Mm. they'll sneak some new content in there to kind of cover some of those gaps. But, I mean, I really enjoyed the the first half of the first season is, like, the iconic part. It's the best part. It is the only really good part. Yeah. And the rest of it is sort of online, the quest for more money. I enjoy season two quite a bit. (laughs) 
That is a Spaceballs reference. <laughs> the quest for more money. Um, I did enjoy season two, but the, you're right. The second half of season one is definitely strange. Once they inter, yeah. once they uh, intersect the oh, your cousin has the hots for you. Like oh, your cousin. Oh, like, all right. Subplot. That like, season one or season two? That's the season one, part two. One. Yeah. Cousin has the hots for yeah. you, and you know the main heroine is. Uh, Trapped as a as like a sex slave a, or something. Yeah, yeah it's really awkward. man. We're really going great for the women role. Yeah, I know it was very degrading. Strong really female character. She started out strong in the first. Is, yeah, Austin and then they an did exceptional that. character. She's yeah. great like, in she, part one. Yeah, yeah. she's really good in the most recent one too. Like, yeah. She, oh, yeah, like there's a point where um. She becomes a damsel for that second part. Yeah, of the I really don't like it. Sure, it was very yeah, degrading to the character. But like, I did she, not like that. She, she definitely steps up her game. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that they do that for her because she was a very cool character. Well, that's nice that. because yeah. she's probably the only reason Kirito's still alive. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, so um, that's our regular news for this week. As Blake had mentioned, this is our last episode. We Boo. are... We are closing the curtains on GITC anime, but... Yeah, I do want to elaborate that. It's it's over for GITC anime, but Blake's going to be carrying on the torch with Tom. Yeah, great. No pressure. But it's going to be the same RSS feed, so people don't have to go and find it. It's Mm -hmm. just keep this podcast saved on your platform of choice, and then you'll see it get renamed, and then the logo will change... Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the title is still... There's uh, a lot of things that are still that in the are oven. Still pending. We're still working on things. I need to talk to but, Tom. But, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys have heard from Tom already. He was a recent guest on here. And uh, him and Blake go way back. And they're hilarious together. And <laughs> Tom is also very knowledgeable We have a anime, rapport. So it's going to be... Tom's going to make awesome. me step up my game. Because he came <laughs> he knows with, like, stuff. notes. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had notes. He up. He made written. us look bad. Oh yeah, I felt real lazy. <laughs> we're so casual. <laughs> we we also started with notes. <laughs> we did too. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then we were just like, "Wow, this wow, is, this is a not lot worth it." <laughs> no, but you know what? We we like to keep it fun and casual. I think uh-huh. that's why, like, you know, we have the basic facts facts written down, but then we like to run with it. You know, we just oh man, if this was professional, like, uh, then I should bunny be rabbits here. And, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, and wolves eating them and like the yeah. more christian sense but uh but i you know just it's not really over it's just taking on a new life and yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it we're you guys evolving are doing. like a pokemon and i definitely want to you know be the a guest occasionally whenever you know mm. you guys absolutely have me in there <laughs> no i'm gonna awesome. take this and run i didn't announce what we were talking about this week so no we're not about yet modest heroes it is a short uh, selection of films from studio panak Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of fitting our final episode of Studio Panak because really? like they are essentially the next generation of, of Ghibli. Of Ghibli, because okay. at some point Ghibli is not going to be what Ghibli. I would was. I would hope that I would be a little bit better than Studio Panak. Well, you know what? Because I didn't like this one as everyone much. Everyone has their learning, no. and I didn't really yeah, like Mary and the Witch's stuff. Flower as much. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I liked this more than Mar- Mary and the Witch's Flower, yeah. although there are a lot of. Um, Chibli elements for sure, which which was the same I think issue. Right. I don't think they stood out enough, but they are essentially the future like big name studio. Well, right? I mean, there's also Makoto Shinkai. I was right. ju- okay, so yeah. I have open on my phone right now. You were just looking up his name, weren't you? No, <laughs> I was looking. I wanted to look up if, the name of the studio. Oh, what is the name of Shinkai's studio? It may not be associated with. That's what. Studio. Yeah, I was like, I know who mm-hmm. he is, but I didn't know if he had like a studio name. But yeah, it's just Makoto. Um, 
Mitsu or Makoto Shinkai. And honestly, I think Studio Panic has a long way to go. I think that uh, Makoto is fantastic, and I think he's the next Ghibli, if at, mm-hmm. like so to speak. Not that he's affiliated, but I think that he's the next um, big, just movie big name. anime movie maker. And yeah. he was the one that made me think, oh, so another studio besides Ghibli can make a solid, amazing right. uh, anime movie. It, and there's it's been not all just yeah. Ghibli. Yeah, I mean, there's been other like really heartwarming. Uh, shows out movies out there but like but none of them have really had the same kind of magic yeah Yeah. um but makoto's weathering with you like your name is great weathering with you was just absolutely magical your name yeah so good so he's he's going to be the next star for sure not studio ponuk well unless again they have a long way to go they worked with a Miyazaki, so they have that first-hand experience of the creation of that magic. So, you know what? Maybe they're on their yeah, way. Yeah, but they, they also need to the stand like, out a bit. They yeah. Panuk was created because Ghibli was essentially shutting down. And then right. after Panuk got created, there, Ghibli was Ghibli like, didn't st- shut like, down. Yeah, it was like, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> hard to retire mind. when you love what you do. It's true, but I'm saying, like, Panak, I don't think, has give, has had its opportunity to shine because yeah. it's still in the shadow of Ghibli. Right. Okay. Now, yeah. granted, the, the style is going to be the same because it's, it's, same it's all the same animators. Yeah, right? the same so, illustrators. Like, there is that, but um, I don't know. I think Panak is going to be fine. I, I really do. And I actually mm-hmm. liked this much more, than, much more than Mary and the Witch's Flower, which was, like, the first outing for them. I well, think this that, came um, out before, didn't it? This came out a couple years ago. After this might have come out around the same time, okay, because it it was very early on when this was announced. So I don't, I don't want people to think like I'm really knocking on Studio Pana because when you think about when you think about the journey that uh, Miyazaki like had to go on and how years it took for him to like tweak his style. His first movies probably weren't the best. Yeah, I mean, like some of his older films, they're cute, they're enjoyable, but they don't have that, they don't pack that same punch as like Spirited Away and, you know, Princess Mononoke. But like, you get to see. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie, but like not quite as fine tuned as the newer ones. But you mm-hmm. see, like through his like history, through his like his uh, whole filmography, like, yeah, filmography, filmography, he has. Um, you see his growth, and I'd like to see more from Studio Panak. And um, I hope that their first release doesn't deter them from like no, pursuing a major film. I think they're I think they're doing fine. Well, and I'm the I'm pessimist. Sure, so I'm sure that once they find Ghibli sort of you know packs it in, yeah. they'll be able. You to mean shine. he dies? Because no, 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 he's never gonna retire. I don't think he's not gonna retire. He's gonna die with no, an animated pen no, in his hand. No, he's gonna live forever. Like, the thing is, yeah. though, he's got forever. he's got the recognition at this point, right? He so does. like the other animes don't uh, animators don't have that yet, or at least not from an American standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they have their fans in yeah. Japan and other countries, but like yeah, they're not household names like Ghibli. You know, and we yeah. still have another Studio Ghibli movie coming out. This one oh, might be the right, this one is. might be the last one. You know, everyone he makes is like, this is the last, last one, one this time, guys. Yeah. And then, I'm you know, super he makes... serial, you guys. Super <laughs> um, serial. So, you know, you know, we don't know, but it's probably going to be the last one. Just thinking about his age and how he, he really was serious about retiring the last time. I think each time it takes a little longer for him to change his mind. So maybe, uh, maybe this will be it. But When the Rin Rises was supposed to be his last one. Yeah, that was not. <laughs> and it wasn't. So yeah, uh, and then after we discuss Modest Heroes, we're going to talk about some anime that really impacted our lives and sort mm-hmm. of just set us on the path just that we're on today. You know? Yeah, I think that'd be like a really nice way to... Hope is in the air, so I'm feeling good. Oh, <laughs> All right, so let's get into... Modest Heroes is a 2018 Japanese animated anthology film produced by Studio Panak. The film is the first volume in the Studio Panak short film's 
theater anthology and includes films directed by Hiro Masa Yonabashi. Well, I actually can't see it. Yoshiyuki Momose and Akihiko Yamashita. Studio Panic announced Not back bad, in 2018 man. that it would be launching a project called the Panic Short Films Theater, an anthology of animated short films divided into volumes based on their themes. Yonabashi's 18-minute Kani and Kanino uh, is a fantasy adventure film. Momose's 16-minute Life Ain't Gonna Lose is a drama, and Yashim... Yamashita's 13-minute Invisible is an action film. The film was originally intended to have four rather than three segments, with the fourth being directed by Ghibli director Asayo Takahata. However, mm. Takahata died in 2018, mm-hmm. in Ooh. April. Harsh. He was the person who um, who pretty much ran uh, Grave of the Fireflies. He yes. Was, he's, he's behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that, they ended up limiting it to three. I'm going to give a quick synopsis for each one, and then we can just go to go into it. Mm-hmm. Kanini and Kanino are tiny freshwater crab siblings who live underwater yeah. in a nearby stream. Their father is taking care of them while their mother has gone away to give birth. When they suddenly find themselves alone, the siblings embark on a dangerous journey to find their father. You know what? Let's go into this first, and then we'll go yeah, into each we'll of Before we start talking about this, I just want to say how how great John has gotten at reading Japanese he, he's, names. He's really grown. Hey, it took, last episode. It took three years. Yeah. He got putting on I there. I got there. But got there. there's improvement. Yeah. And, you know, there, Real we, can always, we can always look at the positives yeah. of the improvement. You know, good job. Yeah. I'm glad it's over. <sighs> Fuck you. No, no. I'm not glad it's over. I'm just glad I don't have to say Japanese names as often as I do now because they're not easy to pronounce. It's I'm not sorry. that bad. I'm sorry. They're not easy to pronounce. It's just the way it is. Anyway. It's not that Let's bad. talk about Kanini and Kanino. So right off the bat, this Boring. is literally Arietti under the sea. <laughs> I've never Without seen Without words. Like they they say very little. Yeah. It was a little weird. Like, it was boring. It was... Subtitles, but the subtitles weren't in Japanese. This they bubble, were in bubble, like gurgle, their, gurgle, you know? their crab water language. Cool. Yeah. It was very weird. It was a weird take. Now, and the, just the sound effects. It was. As well. It was kind of it's boring. Like... That granted, that fish at the end, that was nightmare cool. fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. nightmare fuel, yep. which I thought was great. I thought it looked so. I thought the, I those have dead like, eyes. I have a recurring nightmare where like I'm on a pier and a giant fish pops out of the water and eats me. Like, oh, so you really liked that? Part oh, it, it was great. I rarely have nightmares anymore. Most of my anytime I remember my dreams, now I'm like, living my nightmares. It's like a thirty percent <laughs> chance that I'm Spider Man. Like, in my dreams, and I'm just webbing around the city, like, stopping Isn't bad guys. Great? Fuck you. I know. I, I love it. I love it. But first off, like, this this short film, it just bleeds Ghibli. Like, everything about it. From, yeah. from, too, the, stylized, from the stylized to the character drawings, to, like, to... to Ponyo without to all the characters. Everything. Like, it, the thing is, though, I enjoyed it. Like, for as weird as it was, I did enjoy it, and... Like, it's not a hard film to understand, even with the minimal dialogue and the dialogue that you technically don't understand. It's just, I think, the direction was strange, you know? Like, why... Like, the question, I guess, ultimately, that I ask myself is, why does this matter, right? Yeah, like it doesn't most matter. Often they're, yeah. Like, even, like, in single episodes of TV shows... Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that episode, you know? So, like, I th- so I think the point of it was supposed to be, you know, bravery through adversity right. to protect what you I have. But then, you know, the mom comes back and they got the new babies and the two, Canini and Canino, like, go off. 
and they meet other crab people. They're the older siblings that you see. Where the and, like, fuck were they? One si- so I guess like they have. Why were the they is, there yeah, to help? Yeah. They don't explain that. What, right? what about the theme of loneliness that came up? They like, don't explain just like the way <laughs> it these meant crab, nothing at the crab end. Crab siblings. Like, it meant nothing live, at the end. Right? Fuck this! I they hated don't, it. They don't. <laughs> they don't explain it. Uh, I didn't like it. I, I also thought that it was kind of lacking direction. I think it was like supposed to be like a little snippet in this a tiny world, and that you know you're supposed like you said supposed to see hardship but i just felt like it didn't have enough going for it there wasn't enough i maybe if they gave some dialogue and like mm-hmm. showed like like showed some kind of connection or growth between them or just something more well, than just trying to survive i just I think, think it they show growth but I, I don't think there's enough explanation of what's going like what's going on and there's why no it's proceeding the way it is mm-hmm. like there's you can no point well, yeah it. no there's no explanation but you could put it together like my point yeah. is that like there are flashbacks where there are other members of the family there, and then they're gone until the end. Like, they don't right. exist. So, yeah. so, you're like, so at like, first... What are they doing? Why first, aren't they there? The at first, I thought, oh my god, they're dead. Like, they've I died. Thought they, I thought they were I thought dead, they too. Were all yeah. dead. Because they're, yeah. you know, Kanini and Kanino are experiencing these harsh harshness, and like, I'm like, oh man, they're dead. And then at the end, everybody's kind of happy. Like, granted, the dad mm-hmm. got messed up, but he's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. There was one part that made me laugh yes. really hard out loud. And it was when this, like, mother and two little baby crabs, or three little baby crabs. Oh, like, yeah. They're, like, the crab under, yeah. behind a rock, and then they all leave except for one baby crab, and the oh. mother grabs Oop. it. Yeah, and that, was down. Every, that was oh, funny. The crabs are just like, ooh, this is awkward. Yeah. I'm just going to back away slowly, and then, you know, they grab the little baby crab because yeah. they just can't stop looking. So, like, one of the things I will say was good for it was the animation was great yeah, and when when um yeah. when canini and canino like break the surface of the water and go on land like you really see just how small they are you know yeah. and you see the the size difference they're, and, yeah, and when you see the what were size. they foxes that were running raccoons. around raccoons, raccoons yeah. They, yeah yeah they were pompocos no they were they're raccoons were they yeah. oh they looked like little pompocos no they were definitely okay. well there, there was yeah. there was definitely like, i thought there were tanukis there were no, animals were running around and like you know they almost get trampled mm. so like yeah, i thought that was a I really mean, granted, interesting sense of scale right i mean you know? did see the fish before that and that, oh yeah that fish is that's a nightmare yeah. <laughs> that fish was so i loved it i loved how that fish was drawn and, and like mm-hmm. to the creator's it was. It's just impressive. The the mm-hmm. you know the animation's impressive. I mean, it's credit it's, it's credit. yeah. Thank you. I don't know. I couldn't think of the word credit. I don't know. <laughs> um, We're ruled by it. Yeah, in I know, this Society right? of ours. Uh, <laughs> I do think. I do think it was wonderful. <laughs> like I, I think the animation was good, and I think it would have been better if they just had dialogue. Like I think if it they had a dialogue of any co- uh, kind, it would have been better. That it made didn't sense. even need to be complicated dialogue. It could have been just a little something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. all you need is a few sentences of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, just a little context. I just think that most of it, I was just like trying to figure things out, wondering, confused. And, you know, I mean, when we get an anime movie, we want it to be like a full length feature film. You know, we don't like these little stories are cute. And, but it had me wondering, like, I wonder why they went in that direction. Like, I, you know, I'm, maybe it's there's an interview online or something. But it just made me wonder, like, is this them, like, just kind of getting their feet wet? Like, just getting mm. experimenting? And it could be that. But it, and then on top of that, the first story, I'm like, I'm not even sure what their angle was, what they wanted us to get out of the story. So it was just a lot of confusion. And a, um, not a lot of explanation. I gotta say, like, maybe it was a budget thing. There's, there's maybe. a scene. Maybe they would have had to pay more uh, voice acting. <laughs> there's a scene before you even realize that they can go out of water, like they can live on land. Mm-hmm. And then I was where like, then the, why are they in the water? 
where the mom is like rising up to the surface and like mm-hmm. behind her is the light from the sun and it almost makes it look like she's ascending. It's like heaven. I thought she yeah, died. She died. I, yeah. And like that made me think, yeah. oh my God, all the other siblings died and it's just yeah, the three of them dead. left. And then mom's okay. Other siblings yeah. are okay. Dad did get messed up, but he's okay. So what the and fuck was like, the point? Yeah. And like, what was the point of this? Like other mm-hmm. than... I guess to prove that they can handle themselves. But like, it's not a coming of age thing if you still have your crux. How does this crab society work? Yeah. I want to know. Very confusing. And why are some of the crabs human-like and other crabs aren't? Crabs, yeah. I need answers, Bonner. Like, if they're having such a hard time with the fish and they can live above the water, then why are they in the water? Considering their size, uh, the above ground is just as terrifying. (gasps) Yeah. So they're actually crabs. I thought that Apparently, they were like, like the, water the, sprites. Yeah, the, <laughs> the description said they were like crab crab people. Yeah, crab siblings. I don't know. It, it was weird. It, look, I don't hate it, but it definitely needs... I don't like it. I don't... <laughs> it's a very studioponic in the sense that it needs improvement. Mm-hmm. And like, they need to really get a feel for mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. Yeah. Visuals are stunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got that locked down. Yeah, yes, there's like you. some great like core concepts in there, but there's just it needs a lot more. Now I will say I think this is the weakest of the three. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. actually really yeah, enjoy the next better. two. Mm-hmm. I, I think the next two are, are kind Way of way better. Phenomenal. So let's get into it. Life ain't gonna lose. Shun Yoshima is born with a lethal allergy to eggs. Every day then his family focuses on protecting Shun from contact with eggs. Shun has to eat special meals at schools. His classmates must be careful not to spit on him or get saliva with egg all over him. And Shun mm-hmm. has to take his allergy into consideration when he thinks about going on a school field trip. At the same time, his mother tries to maintain her career as a dance teacher. One day, Shun unknowingly uh, is put in danger. So This made so much sense to me. It was kind yeah. of amazing. Like, I, I yes. genuinely loved this. I thought this it mother was definitely was a way better. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, like, I understand what their angle is. Like, you see this mother is, is a hero every single day, just yeah. so her son can live a normal I life. I met a person at one point, um, years and years ago, that just, like, by happen- happenstance, who was allergic to peanuts. Oh. And, like, to the point where they couldn't smell peanut butter. Like, oh, shit. Wow. And that's essentially what Shun has here. Like, he mm-hmm. can't be, he can't touch it. Like, he can't physically touch it. Mm-hmm. It's not just eating, it's just, like, he can't be around it whatsoever. Right. And I, I feel so... I don't want to say bad, but like I feel bad for those people that they have mm-hmm. like these you terrible things. Yes, and like mm-hmm. just the the sheer heartache they have. You're to go you're, you're running life on hard mode, you know. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's it, life rough. is life is hard to begin with. Yeah, like, and now, it's, now you're it's adding insane. a difficulty. Yeah, and I think they do a real good job, like bringing to light the the troubles that these ki- especially kids who don't mm-hmm. know better. You know, right. like yeah. they'll granted, just eat something that's he's probably like a seven year old. He literally maybe. was. He was like reaching for the cookie. He's like oh, not even looking at it. He's just like, yeah, like reaching, ready to eat. And mm-hmm. like imagine if he just like touched, like if he really had that in his hands for too long, or you know, yeah. like he accidentally like touched mm-hmm. it, realized, and then put that his hand in his mouth. Like he could have a like what happened with the ice cream when he yeah, was like, struggling. I, was, to, I generally thought he was die. racing for his life, and you see this well, the welt start, mm-hmm. and then you hear his like strain to breathe, and like it's like it was hard, terrible. Yeah. Like, it was. I think this was a truly beautiful step. Like, yes. In, mm-hmm. in just storytelling, animation, everything. I think it was the right call. It was way better. And I think if... I think maybe if Studio Ponic... Because Studio Ghibli is so fantasy related. Mm-hmm. If Studio Ponic takes the Ghibli style... Maybe more style slice of life. And yeah. makes it more slice of life, I think they have a I think that would be... Yeah, that mm. would be like, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I think... 
This could have been a full length. I mean, I think this that's was one wonderful. of the things that yeah. I like about Makoto Shinkai stuff is it still yes. takes that magic and mysticism, but it's in a modern day. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, that's true. So too. it separates itself from Ghibli. But, but yeah. like, I I thought this was fantastic. I thought the way just like the characters lived. <laughs> the dad mm-hmm. seems kind of a deadbeat, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how society. <laughs> I don't think he was a deadbeat. I think he's busy at work. He had like one line. They don't even show his face. Like he's just like, oh, what's happening? And she tells uh, the the wife tells him. He's like, okay, I'm and my work dad now. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, that's like that's Japanese lifestyle. I know. Yeah. Like it. it this kid has this terrible allergy. Like, it was also nice that, you know, his uh, his classmates were like, hey, don't be mean. Like, he's yeah. going to die. He's going to yeah. die if I you don't fuck up. That. Like, yeah. I liked that. Like, mm-hmm. he, still, he still had a somewhat normal life. You know? yeah. I remember one of the classmates, a girl, she was like, oh, you know, I want you to come on the class trip. We'll yeah. all be super careful. Our teacher will be careful. Like, they were all, like, really respectful and really supportive of yeah, the situation. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I like was really great. how he was a baseball guy and he's like he's just like oh yeah he's know, great just, at sports I, yeah. I, I just i loved it i loved it i would have loved to see that like maybe like that be the beginning of a movie and then it pans forward to him as an adult and like you see him kind of like overcome the yeah and then maybe yeah. he like helps save somebody else through his life experience or something like that but i love the I idea honestly, john yeah. of what you said slice of life meets animation from studio panic i think that would be fantastic i think yeah. that's so good and they do that somewhat in the next one as well i mean they take a little more fantasy sort of yeah. style to it but mm-hmm. i still think very that's a different amazing. theme yeah this, i have a hard time determining whether i liked life ain't gonna lose or invisible more because i think i resonate with invisible sometimes i think i liked life. invisible more um, yeah i, <laughs> I actually relate honest. more with life ain't gonna lose because oh you um, have like crazy allergies <laughs> Don't you? As I'm suffering right now. Yeah. yeah um, so after we watched that it's one, John's like, do you have that serious of an allergy to anything? I'm like, yep. Yeah. He's like, um, to what? And um, what's it? Like, beast? He's like, and do you have a Nebuchadnezzar? I'm like, yep. He's like, can you tell me where that is? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I... <laughs> You know, just good to know. Just good yeah. To... I'm just gonna, you know, my eyes gonna go into shock. Sorry. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm allergic to bees, but I have not been stung by any of the ones. Well, that now I'm not I know your weakness. To. So yeah. <laughs> well, look who made a mistake. All according to Keikaku. All according to. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I love, I love like kind of like all the characters in this, and the fact that like there aren't really bullies in this. Like yeah, the yeah. enemy is. It's his allergy. allergy. Like, it's his allergy. I thought it it was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I really think this is what they can, they can, like, really make a name for themselves on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, like, Slice slice of Life life, is, I don't know, I feel like that is such a easy-to-love genre that people that aren't huge into anime, but they're like, oh, but I really love Ghibli and I love Slice of Life. They can relate to it. You know, like, people just get it. Yeah, they enjoy it. They don't, they don't have to look at it, like... They don't have to be embarrassed to be like, oh, I knew what you were going to do, so I cut you with my sword. Like, oh, you cut me five times. I should yeah. be bleeding out. Why am I still alive? And it's less likely well, to have, know. like, a character in there that makes your family members think you're watching porn. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's usually porn. a wholesome... It's just porn. More it's just... <laughs> porn. Um, so it's usually a more wholesome, like, nicely mm-hmm. drawn style. You know, for but, the, you, you know, know, it's also still Japanese anime, so, you know, pro- probably the, you know, the girl next door character's got big old titties, but, you know, who knows? It depends on the studio. Really just scraping the bottom. <laughs> but I, I... You tell me that I'm lying. You look me in the eyes and you tell no, me that I'm not right. telling the truth. Well, I mean, not in this. But he yeah, can't. Right. He can't, guys. He can't look me straight in the eyes. He can't right. look me in the eyes. 
<laughs> but I, I think this was significantly better than the first short. Big old ditty. <laughs> I really it do. was really I really good. Do. I think it was amazing. Sorry, Blake. Oh, God. It was amazing. All right, so let's get into the final one. Invisible. Childhood best friend that has her own, like, gravity well. No! Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Uh, I can't wait to see what you and Tom do. Oh, it's going to be it's worse. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so it's much worse. Be, it's worse be, or better. Or better. Half hour or worse. Just or lewd jokes and then oh, 20 hell minutes yeah. of the actual anime. Of the actual <laughs> show, yeah. Um, it's gonna enjoy everybody enjoy. i must spit out my tea oh my god <laughs> all right so invisible a man struggles with not being seen by those around him throughout the day he's ignored <sighs> by everyone else and even begins to lose his physical uh, permanence an unexpected stranger speaks to him and then the invisible man suddenly has an opportunity to be a hero okay it's really so. real <laughs> like that whole bit i felt that in my I've, life i like... felt this a lot in no not as an adult I felt this a lot as a kid. I felt I feel this now. I always felt mm-hmm. like I was just background yeah. as a kid. You feel like you're invisible. Um, I had like... friends for sure. Yeah, but like to the greater masses, I felt like I you was didn't invisible. matter. Yeah, I, like you know it. And when I think about it, there are so many people from my childhood that I never interacted with. So like, right. in a, to a degree, they were invisible to me. You know what I mean? So like, in hindsight, I get it. It's much sadder when it's. From an adult standpoint, mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. you've had you've had a life of experience to a degree, mm-hmm. um, and when you still feel that alone, like yeah, just like what it what it represents, man. It, it it was such a beautifully created thing because like it really was like the whole like weightlessness, but and yeah. like the heaviness of the depression sy- symbolically Symbolics. shown with the weight that he would carry. Yeah, like that's it's so subtle, like that it's it's really nice. And, like, even the animation of, like, when he's riding on his scooter and that the scooter is, like, bent because, like, the weight distribution is really weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was Very really cool. well made. Again, like, I so think this is a you know. run for Ponok. Yeah, the, this the one was really good. Was really amazing. I love the scenes. Like, from scene mm-hmm. to scene, I think it's fun. You get a day of life at his work and where, like, no one even realizes No one sees him. There. No one knows he's alive. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's, you know, and, like, I love you in the small nuances. He's he's typing something on the computer and like he hits something and it doesn't work because he <laughs> it's has not no, recognizing he even has technology's nothing. ignoring him i yeah. was like oh that's, like i really that's thought that was like so well done like he's that like on it like that like not in the world that like it can't even he yeah. can't even affect the but computer the and you see that again the convenience oh, store door doesn't open for him oh man oh it was like, so rough yeah and, and there's then, like these moments where he thinks people are talking to him, and like it ends up being the person behind. Him. Oh god! And it, oh, Blake's having a, it's so a real crisis of. Uh, oh, Blake's really feeling this because it's uh, re- it's happened. Um, it happens to me a lot. <laughs> it's such a creative, yeah, and like beautifully illustrated way to like capture like just an emotion that a lot of people. A lot of a struggle with mm-hmm. and like like the rain hitting him like poor dude can't even buy apple bread poor i know dude. he gave up and he didn't he take, gave up he could have and, and it shows like his character like he's a good guy because uh-huh. he could have just taken it he could have and he he didn't he was such a because he's a good guy you know mm-hmm. but uh but yeah just like the way it was drawn like the rain hitting him water is so difficult to animate and you can see like clear you can kind of see where his face is and like mm-hmm. yeah to show that yeah like because he's invisible like how the rain hits the invisible person and then like mm-hmm. yeah you know changes its angle because of the face structure very cool and then there's the very other cool. invisible guy and he sees that like he's not the only one experiencing this 
And, like, mm-hmm. the other guy shows him, like, even a little bit of compassion with the apple bread. Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it matters when someone yeah. even shows you that small kind of kindness, you know. Oh, yeah. And that was after him flying around because he lost his weight. I love that scene. Oh. Like, and he like, takes his weight. At first, I thought maybe, like, he He's had, about like, to throw it away. So, like, when he first... The, the way it starts off is he takes that, and it looks like an oxygen tank. So, I thought, oh, maybe he's, like, I think it is an oxygen tank. Yeah. Maybe, oh. maybe. But, like... But I think it's just heavy maybe, enough yes, to keep I him I thought down, it represented, yeah. like, maybe he was ill, and that's why he felt invisible. And nope. then, <laughs> at one point, he gets so frustrated, he hurls it, and he's instantly like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's like it's, it's like suicide, it. where yeah. like there's a bunch of people that like they jump from the the bridge, and the first thing they think is, "Oh, I made a terrible mistake." Yeah, <laughs> like, and he's desperately clinging to life, like trying to find something to anchor yeah. him down. Yeah, yeah I was, was wondering what the significance of that the tank was, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I thought maybe it had to do with like his health, or but then when well, he when threw it, I was like, him, "Oh!" When you see him getting ready in the morning, and he has like the hand weight holding him down by the foot, so he can brush his teeth. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. like. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was it was really well done. I would have loved to the see this as a full length movie, but maybe as like a love story. Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be a romantic love, but like so, like meeting somebody that sees you for who you are, and then maybe like the baby that he with saves. The, yeah, so yeah. like maybe with that acceptance of one another, he starts to get his physical. Like form. maybe it could be like a protector like, show. I would have mm-hmm. loved for him at the end to sort of have a physical form. Like yeah. when like after he saves the baby cuz like whoever like he's holding the baby, so who the parents mm-hmm. are going to show up and see like the baby just floating there if they don't right. see him, you know what I mean? So like at that point they come up over the the you know uh the hill and they look down and it's him like and he's fully formed again you know like he, he had that moment of recognition that gave him some i hope. think i think the fact that he's still invisible is okay because that means that like too, depression isn't so easily conquered right i agree with um so like the problem's still there but it's alleviated just right, because the baby he, saw him i think the mm-hmm. only way this works as a film is if he starts off not invisible and he grows invisible throughout or maybe the movie. like he starts as invisible but you have flashbacks of him not being invisible and the, then you get the tragedy Ooh, that turns that'd him be into cool invisible, yeah invisible that man. i would like and then, that like him going through his life trying to figure mm-hmm. out what he needs to mm-hmm. to like, yeah i think that'd be awesome seen again or, um, or also, or also, like he saves the baby, and then he's like an invisible protector for it. So, like, it's kind of like a love story, but not like romantic love. Yeah, it's it like could, a protector like, kind yeah, of thing. Like, just like seeing he finds somebody his, for who they are and like loving right, that and he finds his his meaning in protecting this person that he found. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that would be kind of cool. But. Yeah, I think there's a lot left on the table for this particular one, which yeah. makes me think. I may this one prefer, has a lot of places it could go. Yeah, I think yeah. I may prefer Life Ain't Gonna Lose because it's a very solid beginning to end story. Like yeah. I, I like this one anymore. more. I, I love this one. Yeah. And like these two kicked the crap out of the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The first one was like, oh, but, like, I don't get it. I really these, these these two are fantastic. And frankly, if this is what they can pull off. I think Studio Panic is going to like really rise the ranks. Yeah. I really do. I think they mm-hmm. have a lot of potential with this ki- type of anime. Yeah, the concepts are like way more grounded than Studio Ghibli, which is all fantastical. And it's just like not in this world where they, these two stories are, you, you can see it happening in your own world. Like, wow, like these are real life problems, real mm-hmm. life feelings. But then they made Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is just... Ghibli light, you know. Yeah, it's just like a mashup of every Studio Ghibli character and concept yeah. just squished together. It's like, okay, we've seen enough witches and wizards and, and mm. you know, and fantastical beasts and yeah, they're and all wonderful. But and, that was yeah. Studio Ghibli's thing. And I really like these more realistic and relatable ideas. I think mm-hmm. that 
they're more real, and I think we need more real now anyway. Are you listening, Panak? Listen up. Hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we know you're listening. Yeah, I think this day and age, I think we need more real, real stories. And I, I just, just give it a little it's also, more real life. It's the real stories that are going to get the non-anime fan to watch. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. are we trying to make more anime fans? Because, like, I'm pretty sure there's plenty. <laughs> yeah. no, and not all of them like, are great. No, not all. Yeah, like, Blake's like, no, no more. We escaped the era of the yaoi paddle. Yeah, right. No, I think <laughs> and it, it's not about trying to appeal to like the masses. It's like usually when you have a good idea, it's not it's not going to be an idea that's good for everybody. You yeah, know? But, but the slice of life stories, slice of life, are yeah. definitely stories mm-hmm. that will take away the stigma of anime. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, that's weird. Or, or you're watching porn. Or yeah, know. I think I yeah. think we need some more slice of life. Yeah, but I, I, I think these are great. Um, when it comes down to it, I do think this is a click it because I think this shows what Pon- uh, Studio Ponic is capable of. And yeah. they are really, like, overall, they have two out of three ain't bad. So, uh, I kind of thought this thing was a skip it. Really? If I'm being honest. You know, the last two were good, but at the same time, they were only just kind of short stories. And I kind of wanted more out of the mm-hmm. two good ones. Okay. I, mean, I, I I think this is skippable. Right. You know. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that they will come out with their own movie after um, Miyazaki retires again, and you know <laughs> start coming out with their own like full length stories and films like where we can actually see more to the story and have a better understanding of what's going on and see more development of the characters. A short story is not enough, but it, like mm-hmm. you said, John, it's. It's a little preview of what what maybe they can do, what and it's they have a long way to go. They're definitely not the next like it, you know. They're not the next Ghibli because someone else is already there. They don't mm-hmm. want. You know? They shouldn't be though. Like we don't. They need should be their own thing. Ghibli. Yeah. I don't mean Ghibli. I mean the next like Big the name. next one to watch. The next one. It's like I need to know when they're coming out with their yeah. next movie, their next show. Like Studio Ghibli was like the cream of the crop, like the most mm-hmm. amazing and beautiful and whatever, but. They're, you know, they're near their end. And Studio Panak, we were kind of hoping would like pick up where they left off because it's a lot of the same team. But yeah, I want them to have their own, their own, like, not visual style because they're the same artist, but their own vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, But but they're not going to be the next big thing because someone else already is, you know? They still have a long way to go and to grow, but I think your name and weathering with you, like... Amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. And uh, so I already yeah, have I, my eye on them. Fuck and you. I can't wait to see. You what loved they do weathering next. with you. You did. Which one? That was the the was weather the, one. That was the second one. Oh, that was yeah. the one that put Japan under water? Yeah. Don't yeah. say no, what happens. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler warnings. <laughs> yeah, no, that one I did like better than uh, I liked both of them, but oh, yeah. um, your name was very predictable to me. And, uh, it wasn't to me when I first I feel like it. I guessed the, everything that happened. Like, well, you're just. I've also seen inside. way too much television. Yeah. Um, but I did, no, I did very much, I do very much like both of those. I, yeah, I love those movies. All right, so B, is this a click it or skip it for you? I think it's a click it just because I want to keep an eye on their their progress. I want to see what they come out with, and I would like to see them grow into something more. Yeah, I, I, give me more this slice of life stuff, and I'm I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm the only skip it, but yeah, you know, you suck. No, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's like like that's yeah. why you brought it up. What you're on because you're awesome in every way. <laughs> well, that's yeah. too much. <laughs> Roll it back. I'm not saying click it because it's like, oh, gotta watch it. But it's just like, you know, I want to see their growth as a studio. That's Mm -hmm. all, you know? Yeah, and it still hits the Ghibli vibes, you know? Like, it still has that while attempting to carve out its own 
space. So as our final sort of farewell Sorry. thing, <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about a few animes that really we feel like set us on our path yeah. or changed us in some way. And Oh, wait. You said the word of the week. Oh, no. There it's the it last is. one. There it is. Would you Change. believe that we're not keeping this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. okay. Prepare so... yourself when you have her on as a guest. Oh, God. She's going to bring on. <gasps> What a good idea! Guest segment. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that was the thing that sold it. Yeah. (laughs) So the word of the week is farewell. Oh, that's so sad. Let her have her moment. It's 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 it's, essentially it's goodbye, but in a a more finite kind of way. So yeah, so sayonara. And uh, oh, I I knew it. No. Goodbye. uh, Here in English, you know, goodbye could be like see you later kind Mm -hmm. of goodbye. But when you say sayonara, you you mean like goodbye, farewell, like for a long time. Like you're probably not going to see them again, or you're not going to see them for a really long time. Yeah, I mean, we may be back in some form, guesting on uh, Blake's future. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I think it's I think it's time GITC anime um, anime took its final bow and just sort of walks into the sunset. Rest, rest weary traveler, like a Ronin fighting his final duel. He walks into the sunset. Sayonara. Rest against the Sakura tree. But um, yeah, I figure we can go through our list. No, in no particular order. Just things that we feel have uh, shaped us. Very particular. Shaped us. I did not. So then, why don't you start? Okay. You're the most organized of us. (laughs) I wanted to start with the the first anime that had an impact on my life, and every anime that I picked like had some form of an impact on my life at some point. Not just animes that I'm like, yeah, that's really good. I really love it, but like actually had an effect. So Mm -hmm. I picked uh, Pokemon, and when I was really young first anime even if i didn't truly understand what anime was at that time like first time really seeing that uh, that japanese style and just loving it but also you know it was in the form of a game and a card game and mm-hmm. i didn't get to watch as much tv as like my friends growing up like i didn't have as many channels and we were limited how many hours we were allowed to watch because mm-hmm. we were like doing arts and crafts instead nerd and i <laughs> loved the pokemon i loved the cute little characters so my sister and i both like artists we would love drawing the pokemon so it was mm-hmm. like we were more engaged than like our regular show because we got to see the show and and then we also loved collecting cards with our friends at school yeah. and then drawing the Pokemon. Never actually playing the card game because who knew how the fuck did that work? Yeah, I didn't fuck? actually play the game, seriously yeah. play it until college. Yeah, I and never I played figured it out college. how to play it. <laughs> never um, figured that out. It's pretty straightforward. It's actually surprisingly yeah, good for a it's card pretty, game. It's yeah. pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. And I have an undefeated uh, water deck here that John wasn't allowed to disassemble. But um, we actually just went through our Pokemon cards this week, and some of them are worth a little bit. Yeah. It adds up, you know, but, I, you know, we'll keep most of them. I guess to that same vein, uh, I didn't have this on the original list, but I'm going to put it on there much for the mm-hmm. same reasons, was uh, I watching Yu-Gi-Oh! on Kids WB. WB11, you know. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! was a big part of my life, collecting those cards, Watching the show, not realizing that it was a terrible show. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so hard to awful. Go back to. And then, like, uh, like later on in my life, like when I started watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, which started the whole abridging uh, thing, which I don't know if that ever still went on or anything. But like watching Little Karibo, like make fun of this show and kind of make the 
the show better with his parody of it. You know, like, that was such a big part of my life was Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that stuff that came with it. But, yeah, there was nothing saying that on this list it had to be good shows. Yeah. (laughs) Just shows that changed your life. And Yu-Gi-Oh! definitely changed my life. Yeah, I I agree with both of you. Yu-Gi-Oh! was a huge part of my youth. Um, I think Pokemon kind of set me on... I I would say Pokemon has a huge part in who I am today. Yeah, still. In the sense that... I had obviously played video games before Pokemon came out. Pokemon came out in the States in 96. Mm-hmm. So um, I had had, my brother had the original SNES, which got passed down to me. We had the Super NES. We had a 64. Mm-hmm. Got my own Game 64. Boy. And Pokemon was the show that I'd watch every weekday, a weekend morning. And it was like the first game that I remember playing it to the point of destroying the battery. Like oh, it, it yeah. was, it, it's the, it's the series that turned me into the gamer I am today. Right. And like, to you that, can binge that game. Like yeah. to, to that degree, like Pokemon, the thrill of the adventure, the thrill of the unknown, like mm-hmm. that is what Pokemon is about. And it's so ingrained in me now that like it's it's got to be a top top pick for it like anything that i sort of think about you know like Mm -hmm. i i still play pokemon to this day Uh, you know there are times i've even tried to go back to the original series which is very bad it's very Mm -hmm. different it's very dated that's what it is Mm -hmm. but like current series and stuff like pokemon is still so strong it's stronger than ever, and like it's still amazing to watch this stuff. And like they even I did have recent... my complaints, sure. but you know they they did a recent music video with a band from Japan. Okay, and it was essentially a nostalgia overload. Oh, like right. it takes like all the famous like characters from the video games and the shows, like bridges them together into mm-hmm. like this amazing video. Um, and it calls back to the original game. Like there's a point in the original game where you go up to your TV. Oh yeah, it says. Oh, you know the, the 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 it reads like there's four guys walking along a train tracks, and that's how the video starts off, and that's thirty years later or twenty five years later, whatever it is. Wow. Um, and just like that moment of nostalgia, like I think Pokemon is it for me when it mm. comes to like the nostalgia, like max mm. load. You know, like I'm saying, like there's there's Star Wars and stuff too, which mm-hmm. I have, I have always adored, but Pokemon has cemented me into the gamer and the I think kicked me off as the anime fan that I am today. All I'm saying is after this many times, give us the option to skip how to catch a Pokemon. We no. all know how to catch a fucking Pokemon. No. <laughs> like, um, stop making me go through the same 40 minute tutorial. I know more than you. I know. I mean, there's always new players, you know, every Ugh. generation, you know. Yeah, but give them the option to skip. <laughs> yeah, the, the option would be nice. But, do you um, know how to catch a Pokemon? Yes, I do. Yes. Well, I'm going to show you. Well, anyway, yeah. Since we're all like talking about Pokemon, uh, I'll just mention again, like if you have heard our past episodes when we covered the Pokemon movies, oh, you'll yeah. know that we have a very strict keep rating system. A very strict rating yeah, system. Yeah, she's got to bring we it up every time. We know that the best Pokemon movies make John cry. God. <laughs> Pokemon the movie and Pokemon the movie 2000. Tears. Oh tears. my God, Tears. <laughs> Deluge. <laughs> and it has to be the original. Well, I did like the remake that came out a few years or last year, I guess it was. Um, it's the original one. It's the music. Yeah, it's the, the nostalgia of it. It's, too, it's yeah. the original Ash. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that show literally, I think that show has probably had the most impact on who I am today. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like. I want to be the very best. best. I do. I want to be the no best. No one ever will. <laughs> anyway. All right. So what's up next? All right. All right. So number two for me is Full Moon Mustagashite, 
lesser known show, but um, we did cover it in our first season of our podcast. So if you want to go back and give it a listen, it is a really sad show. It was heartbreaking, but it had phenomenal music. The main character was a singer and it was the show that actually got me into anime. So not really knowing what Pokemon and Sailor Moon was when I was younger, I was in my first year of college and I was having like a sleepover with my friends and we were having a TV night and we we played episodes of Full Moon Masagashite and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I was like, I need to know what show this is and I binged it and never looked back. <laughs> Just like onto the next anime from there. But that that show was... It was really well done, and it was um, it was a really sweet story. So that just like made me ball like a child at the end. So uh, my second one is Full Metal Alchemist. Nice. And unlike you, where you found something that you really liked, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna like anime forever. There were several points in my life where I was like, do I really want to keep watching anime? And I'm not really sure. So like Full Metal Alchemist was uh, like I remember watching my older brother. Michael watching it on his computer and be like, what's that? And he was like, you're not ready for this. You cannot watch this yet. And I was like, hmm. And, and I was like, when I, I, I went a couple years ago, and I'm like, oh, I don't really like anime. I'm not going to watch anime. But I, I like, I always wanted to watch that Full Metal Alchemist show. Let me, let me give it a shot. And then I watched the first original Full Metal Alchemist. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. It's an amazing show. And like even Brotherhood, I was like, I like them both equally. Brotherhood's just a different telling of the story. Yeah. You know, I love, I even love the movie that nobody likes, you know. Mm-hmm. There's just so much Full Metal Alchemist has meant to me in my life. And it was something I could talk to about my brother with eventually when I was old enough to watch it. Because that show is violent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the show that first made me cringe from anime. It's the, was it the dog chimera? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, uh, I didn't see that coming. Like, yeah, even though it's they, they do kind of lead up to it well. And like, Huge. when the dog talks, I, man, it, it, made, Spoiler, like, it gave me chills. Spoilers for Full Metal Alchemist. When Major Hughes died... Died. Oh my god, that's awesome. That was like the first time I was like, oh, this stuff can really hurt you yeah. emotionally. Oh my god, he's dead. He's not coming back. Hughes is dead. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It broke me so hard. Like, I was like, this is such a great character mm-hmm. and he's dead. And like, it really, it's you not, this isn't Dragon Ball Z. They're not going to wish him back. I admit, like, <laughs> this wasn't on my list, but now that you've brought it up, I think it has to be. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's just, what I was thinking has. too. Yeah. I was like, ooh, maybe you should add Full Metal Alchemist. It's, it's really such a great show. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Because it was but one I of the first that, shows. I, I love watched. that funeral scene too for you. Oh, man. And like, and Mustang is crying and it's like, no, it's the rain. Yes. Like, it's not raining. Though, yeah. like, yes, it is. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Shut up. It gives me chills just thinking mm-hmm. about it. Every time. It's a, it's it's a so phenomenal good. show. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely shows you what anime is capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you were like a kid, because that came out 15, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. It was a long time ago. I didn't it see it until up. it was like early it high school. It still holds up. Yeah. But yeah, that shows time. Yeah, it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, Scar's a bastard. Scar's yeah. a <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you? I will admit, uh, Dragon Ball is on my. Mm-hmm. my list um 
I, I expected as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I clearly see the flaws. That's good. The original Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Ball Super, and then maybe a little GT. Uh, I've oh, like there's something <laughs> there, about it. Like, there's something it was redeemable the first wave, about GT. I guess the way I put it is that alongside Sailor Moon and Inuyasha were like the first mm-hmm. wave of anime that expanded my horizons. Right back so when it was Pokemon, still called Japanimation. To me, Pokemon. Oh my god. Yeah. To me, Pokemon was a Saturday morning cartoon. Like it didn't. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Register to me it that wasn't it was the same thing overseas or whatever dragon ball z was the dragon ball z sailor moon inuyasha that was the first kickoff you know like it was hey this is what we're doing over here like mm-hmm. and this is different from anything uh, ninja watch. turtles or whatever it may be that you're watching right. you know the sonic show well i guess sonic probably came over well maybe the sonic i think sonic TV is an anime sonic dx but like yeah I don't sonic remember. x or i don't remember yeah, uh, I guess technically probably did come over from Japan. Rolling but, at the speed of sound. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, like, it was do very do different. Do 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 <laughs> I just finished Dragon Ball Super, which what it's what Gotta it's currently fast. available, and it kind of blew me away with just how well they've come into their own. Mm. So like Dragon Ball is very of its time. I think oh, yeah. I think personally that Dragon Ball should have ended a while ago. But that's my personal thing. Right. No, that's fair. I think like it's suffered from power creep. Every time Goku's gotta get the next level and then they gotta make another world ending villain and like No, eh, I agree. Right. Yeah. The, the formula needs is a done. rework yes. oh, yeah. for sure. That said, they have mastered that formula yes. in the sense that it still drives you to want to watch the next it's episode. Still cool. it's, yeah. still it's still cool. It's still cool. It's still cool. Yeah. 20, 20 plus years on. 86, 87 is when Dragon Ball was mm-hmm. originally released. 30 years. 30, 30 years on. and I'm Almost 40. I think 40 nope, years. No, 33. 33 years on. And I'm still loving everything. And Dragon Ball Super does a really fun thing where they amplify nostalgia and they do it well okay there are scenes that just they call back and the characters call back to them too it's very funny so like they take the weird humor that they were trying to like really develop in dragon ball Mm -hmm. and they master it oh okay and then they take the epicness of dragon ball z and they they have clearly mastered that they combine them and it is a fun time altogether. okay and like every one of the characters has a role to play unlike dragon ball z where like a lot of the characters are phased out because of just the sheer power level differences mm-hmm. a lot of characters have important roles to play and it's fun to watch them experience it. it's almost like you're watching the characters lives instead of just watching the characters battles right and dragon ball super really 30 years later has really done an amazing thing in recapturing that for me okay and again it was the the first thing that kind of said oh my god there's there's shonen there's shoujo there's all these types out there that are so different from one another and dragon ball z introduced me to the wider world of anime so Mm -hmm. to me that is on my list for sure and that's fair that's a fair pick i loved it yeah all right number three now I kind of wish I put Full Metal Alchemist on here. Well, you already said that. <laughs> oh, just, you, yeah. still, you can still piggyback off of my thing. My no, literary mention. Um, so I have one here. I'm just going to say Studio Ghibli because, I mean, I'm going to say House Moving Castle because right. it's my absolute favorite. But um, but I have Spirited Away on here too. So I had seen quite a bit of anime shows before I had seen Studio Ghibli because I was a sheltered child mm-hmm. and watch a lot of TV. So I kind of missed out on the the like anime block of shows that you guys like grew From up on. Toonami. I know, like like Full Metal Alchemist and all those like Inuyasha. I didn't oh God, watch them until high school mm-hmm. because I didn't know it existed. You know, like I was just like 
doing my drawings and yeah. my craft room. And um, so I had some major catching up to do. So finally, like by high school, I was watching Studio Ghibli. I have to catch up on the culture of like 10 years. I know. <laughs> but like there was, there's just something weird about Studio Ghibli. Mm. You know, like their characters, their creatures. It's a little strange. They're a little weird. And mm. I was like, yeah, that's what I Like it's from I another said. culture. It's a little yeah. off. It's something yeah. a little Everything off about it. But so it like, also makes you want to watch it. Yeah. It's weird in a good way. So you have um, like the... The, in House Weaving Castle, you have the Witch of the Waste henchmen, like how they're all goopy and like just a lot of weirdness, like mm-hmm. disturbing, like spirited away the parents turning into pigs. Oh, like I, I, I've said it before, Ghibli's got weirdness locked down. Oh, yeah. So like, it just absolutely fascinated me. Like sure. I just love weird. And I was just like, I really like that. And it's, there's a lot of weird in my art style, like as a fine artist too, that I'm just like... You know, I just I think it takes like a certain like abnormal like mental state to just really click with that weird stuff that I'm just like, yeah, that's what I like. Not the cute fluffy stuff. I like the mm-hmm. weird stuff. It's not the not you like hear, weird You heard it here, folks. Bridget likes <laughs> I know the Blake's weird stuff. Mine went to a dirty place. <laughs> but I just mean like just just really unusual. Just give her that weird like, stuff. Like just like out of the box thinking, <laughs> not dirty stuff, Blake. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just like Studio Ghibli, just like, as an artist too, like, just maybe think a little more outside of the box and just really absolutely love their art style. Um, so yeah, just Studio Ghibli in general, but I just, you know, How's Waving Castle and Spirited Away with the two specifically that I watched first that had like the biggest impact. There's no doubt that Studio Ghibli is probably, has probably influenced us in some way. Myriad ways. Uh, I do have two Ghibli movies, but I'm going to save those. Cause I, I have think... one. Okay. So I Does thought that we to... would do the our Ghibli segment, I guess. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Part yeah. Of it. Right, so like, so mine is always going to be Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the first real like anime movie I'd ever seen. Or like really knew that it was an anime movie. And it like really changed me. Because of, like, just how beautiful it was and, like, the how they're trying to protect nature and, like, the war between human nature and regular nature and technology and all this stuff. Like, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was magical. I thought Hot Wolf Girl, before I really knew what that was. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) But it was great. It was a really great story. And it was got war demons stuck in this dude. Like, he's trying to get out of them yeah so i do want to say that one of the things that's not on my list and i do recognize it as a monumental point in the creation of anime and anime history is akira i don't have that on my list. i never liked akira me no. neither i recognize it it's, you can understand can why it's important it, to the history of anime but it never resonated with me <laughs> nope yeah, it has no. my respect but i don't like it at but all. to a degree it also has a similar ish art style to um the ghibli movies yeah um with that said i i do i just wanted to point out that i i do recognize the impact it's an honorable Akira mention has had that but like it never had an impact on me my ghibli movies while I do love Ghibli, like pretty much across the board, there are two standouts for me, and that's Grave of the Fireflies. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie kind of broke me in ways I didn't know I could be broken by television. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, like, I I stepped away like after we finished that movie, and I like I just had like a few minutes to just like calm myself because I was so saddened by the betrayal of this movie. I don't think I've ever felt as sad 
Like, there have been movies that made me cry, but, like, mm. I have never felt so distraught after watching a film. Right. He also vowed to never watch it again. I can't. Yeah. I, I, to this day, I have not watched it a second time. I can't do it. Um, and in that, in that is is beauty. Like, it's it's beyond impressive that someone could come across with an art style, a direction, a story, and, impl- like, insert something into you mm-hmm. that changes you. And granted, I think... I watched it at a very specific time in my life, only a few years ago, when I really felt very, not depressed, but not with the 100%. way of America's political state and just the the world in general, like, I, it felt, I kind of felt beaten. Mm-hmm. So, revisiting a story set in World War II was... It really it was, it amplified was it, right? It was mm-hmm. eye-opening for many reasons, especially because of how very similar a lot of the things that they're experiencing... Like people can still relate to today, uh-huh. and um, it it blew me away. Like I, I think it's I think it's a masterpiece. Like, and I I have no problem with that uh-huh. description. And just not watching it yeah. again. Like <laughs> I can't do it. Like it, like it generally breaks me in a way I didn't know I could be broken. Uh-huh. Um, the other movie is The Wind Rises, which I only recently watched. And I I just realized I forgot to add that. So, <laughs> I was like, because The Wind Rises cool. is um, a beautiful piece of work. Yeah. It, it is. It's a beautiful love story. Especially mm-hmm. as realized that this was supposed to be the swan song for, right. for Miyazaki mm-hmm. and Ghibli. Like, and it so much resonates as that. And it's a common, like, everything in it is it a combination like of a good everything buy, that right? they have made yeah. up to this point. And it's a beautiful film. Like it's granted, you have some issues with maybe the, like the characters' decisions, but that's how they were. You know, that's yeah. the, they they're to represent they're real, real people. people. And I felt just like I don't know if elated is the right word, but like there was something about this movie that literally made me like feel lifted up, like you were on the wind. Yeah, yeah. like uh, and yeah. you, I almost could like even as with the sad ending. Sounds, yeah, as weird as it sounds, as as sad as the ending is, I almost could like feel Miyazaki's presence yeah mm-hmm. and like like I, I could see through his eyes what this meant to yeah. him mm-hmm. and knowing how and much he loves planes like this whole movie it, yeah i mean that's all just aviation. the way it, the way it's represented like yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. it just touched touched me and like my fills my heart like yeah. it, it truly was something i could definitely Same. i definitely felt Miyazaki's love for this movie <laughs> no it's like, fun I felt how much like he really loved yeah. it like and, all those sentiments i agree with and like like yeah. for mm-hmm. your reasons for loving the other Ghibli movies i appreciate them i like them but like none of them come close to resonating with me as those two do and mononoke and when rises is the same same for me those are the mm-hmm. ones that really just resonate with me and to think of it like grave of the fireflies is um takahata i think it was last yeah takahata. like that was his movie so like those were the two champions of ghibli yeah and like the the fact that each of them had a way to resonate with me. I thought it was like very cool. I'm just yeah. like, I yeah. very much appreciate the impact and just the way my I my state of thinking has changed over mm. the last couple of years. Yeah, you it's like truly, the more like non fictional, like serious. You know, both war, World War Two films, and That's I true. liked the. I one never with the liked weird, history. Yeah, like the the ghosts and the yokai. And I, the... I will admit, I never liked history growing up. But as as I get older, history I love history yeah. more interesting to me. And I the only way like art it. history, but I agree that now that um, now that history, I guess, is um, there's more of it in my life. But like seeing more historical moments, I kind of have a respect for the ones that I wasn't around for, mm-hmm. um, like nine eleven. <laughs> what do you and this mean you put and... ten years worth of history in one year? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I do have more respect for history and a little more interest. The lessons learned. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, As we kind of gave a blanket um, grandiose to Ghibli, I do have to like show props for one other thing, and that is Toonami in general. Oh yeah, it brought so much to us. Changed my my life. I would stay up so late every night. Eleven to two was the time block during the weekdays, and then on the no wonder I never was allowed to watch it. I was in bed. The There were many shows that I I, I I told myself I wasn't allowed to watch because I was like, oh, what if my parents come in and they watch me seeing this yeah, and this like, girl's got her tits out. So you guys had TVs in your bedroom? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have it in my room. I, did. I right. had it in the living room. Right, yeah. yeah. We were. I was like, until the day I moved out, I was not allowed my parents to. Never oh, liked, I eventually had a TV in my room. I was but never allowed to. My parents TV. never liked me playing video games on the main TV, so they, like I got a TV as early as I could because like I had my video games in the bedroom. Yeah. You know, out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Be gone. No, they were like, um, no, we don't want you to be antisocial. You stay out here. And well, like, none no. of the, like, other than but Dragon Ball. Ball. Mom. Other People than, suck. <laughs> other than Dragon Ball, um, a, a lot of the shows that came on Toonami, I love. And to this day, I still love. But, they, you know, they weren't impactful as, as a, or to make it to the list. But things like, for me... Uh, Trigun, um, mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, which is a phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dot Hack series, I first was introduced through Toonami. Um, Never got to watch that so show. Many, so many Never things. Really got into Inuyasha, uh, Big O, which I thought was a really the fun Big o. and weird. <laughs> um, so many things. And then, like, Toonami. Toonami's kind of the, the reason I even like anime, I think. Like, mm. it, it brought, it was able to bring anime to the American masses, and I just want to give a shout out yeah. to Toonami. Cool. Um, I think I'm changing what's on here. So I really, I originally had Trigun, <laughs> but I kind of picked it for the same reasons, like Full Moon Misagashite, where it was like the, the other show that I kind of got me started on anime and um you know i loved full moon masagashite but um growing up most of my friends were guys and they were not going to watch that show but they we all <laughs> loved trigun like loved trigun thought that show was amazing hilarious loved making references and it was just like you know a way to like you know share the love with your friends like talk about your favorite mm-hmm. show it's like that was like the anime that i was able to do trigun was so. really good too yeah, it, was a good show. You know, yeah. it, it really went out there on yeah. like themes and like how far is this guy going to commit to not killing somebody yeah and you then know. finding out he's a plant yeah finding out he's a plant <laughs> it really threw me through a loop yeah and, but I, I really like i was always a huge star wars fan <laughs> so i love the sci-fi element of it it was a him really and his show. brother knives you know yeah so i'll leave that on the list i was gonna switch it thinking oh maybe i should change it because there's no, so many out great. there yeah Trigun is a really, great show yeah, it is really good um so next one for me and like you can kind of like switch this show with another one for me another thing was naruto and like while i don't like naruto now i can still appreciate why i liked naruto then yeah and you know because it was this great grandiose story of you know trying to persevere through being the underdog and i thought it was really great and it was like one of my first experiences with shonen much the same way that bleach was and dragon ball z was but like this Naruto and Bleach were like two of the shows that made me th- realize that like oh some shows are just never going to end <laughs> and when they do end sometimes the ending's going to be disappointing and yeah. you just got to admit that you know sometimes the things that you like when you're a kid aren't going to work out for you when you're an adult and you know sure. it sometimes you got just got to admit that sometimes shows end up sucking <laughs> 
That's very true. I, I, I think uh, Naruto definitely deserves an honorable mention on that yeah. as well. Although I don't think it's on my list. It's it's definitely a, a show that I've come to very much love. Yeah, I used to really like it. And there's still so much about the aesthetic and everything that I'm still all there for. You know, magic ninjas and shit. But there's <laughs> yeah. some story beats I cannot forgive. You know, <laughs> I, I think I had this on my list originally. Um, but I think, like you, Bridget, I think I'm going to remove it. Uh, but I do want to give it an honorable mention, and that's Steins Gate. It's a show that I started twice. That you uh, hated the, the first time. The first time, yeah. I was just like, I hate this character. I never want to see this character again. <laughs> and Bridget convinced me, like, we should watch it. Like, we should give it a sense. It's trash. I was like, okay. And I literally got over that hump, and I'm like, oh my god. This is like a... Mind-blowing. This is a mind-blowing show. And the things it did in anime, I at least... And I'm sure it had, you know, nothing is new when it comes to media. But, like, I had not seen it before. And it really made me question, like, the choices people have to make, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for, for whatever small corner of sanity they can muster up. And it It's it, basically it's the butterfly amazing. effect. Right. Like, little choices can have huge ripples. Mm-hmm. So um, that is that is one of mine, for sure. You know what? Yeah, screw it. It's saying on my list. It's on the list. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. Mine that I added on was Your Lie in April. So as, like, as a violinist... And yeah, it's built for you. Yeah. yeah, and as like a person with like you know my own like insecurities and and depression, like I, I was like you know what like I really get both main characters. Like one kid, he's like been through a lot with his family, and he doesn't play anymore. And I did that. He should have. I did that, and it made me like realize you know what I still do that. I really need to you know like play while you're alive and well, and you have a passion for it. It's like you know like do what you love. You know, and that poor, poor girl, you know, without revealing too much, obviously, but spoiler warning, she dies. (laughs) But it was just, it was really heartbreaking. So it really made me like rekindle, like, you know, I really need to start playing more. I really enjoy it. I don't know why I'm not playing. And also it made me realize Mm. how much I love Slice of Life. No, Mm. I I agree. Um, You know what? When it comes down to it, life is going to suck at times. And it's ultimately those who you have around you. And your decision to get up and keep going. Sometimes it's as simple as saying, like, I got to get out of bed today. Like, mm-hmm. I need to do this or I, I want to feel this way. And um, that anime definitely yeah. resonates with that. For me, the, these next two, I'm going to lump them kind of together. Because they're kind of very similar shows. But they were also two shows that, like... I'm cho- I'm choosing as things that changed my life because they were very popular when they first came out and they only kept being popular except for the other one. But like I had to go look for them again. Mm. So like when you have to go and look through stuff to go find them, that's also like something that affects you because like you're putting effort into trying to watch this and re-experience this thing. So one of them is Outlaw Star, which was <laughs> which I felt was a show that I thought was like a fever dream mm-hmm. that like. I was the only one that watched this show because I don't remember anyone else ever talking about it for years. And I was like, what was that show? What was the one with the Asia Clan Clan? What was her name? What She was a cat girl, right? Like, what? It, there was this ship. It had arms. It, there was a, a girl in the tank that was like the brain of the ship. What was this show? And then someone said, like, Outlaw Star? I was like, oh, I have to rewatch all of Outlaw Star. <laughs> so I, I watched all it. of it. And I was like, yeah, this is exactly the show I was watching. I loved every minute of it. It was so great. Clearly dated. There was very much so like a gay character that like they did not give the right treatment to. <laughs> because it came out at a time where that wasn't 
kosher. So, like, they never called him gay, but he was very flamboyant and very into the main character. But, like, and it was, so, like, kind of a little homophobic now that I think about it. But, you know, from the moment of its time. And the other one was Cowboy Bebop. Because Cowboy Bebop was that show that everyone said was great. And I was like, man, I don't know if I want to bother watching this. And, like, I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll give it a shot. And they're like, ba da ba da ba da ba da And I'm <laughs> sold. And I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Cal- every episode's Cal- great. You know, it's a Cal- villain of the Cal- week. Yeah, it's a wonderful, well thought out, put together show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it ends with like the final story thing. It was all leading to this. Even though each episode was different, you know, it was just great. It was you know? great. It's just a great show. I do have a show that... I think uh, like was very potent at the time I watched it, but today I probably wouldn't ever go back to it. Uh-huh. It's uh, Tenshi Muyo. Oh boy, Tenshi Muyo! So oh I think, no! I think every I think every boy oh, growing yeah. up watching anime has, uh-huh. has a moment in his life where he's just like, I have weird feelings for this anime character. And yeah, <laughs> like where did these weird feelings Tenshi mean? Tenji Muyo, I think, was that show for me. Remember when the space pirate chick thought, pretended Ryoko? to make her show? Yeah, Ryoko. Yeah. yeah, she was like, oh, Tenji, you got me pregnant. And it, like, she, it's like the cat thing that turns into her spaceship. Yeah, it was... And it's like, a weird Yeah, like, show. she pretends to be pregnant and, like, just Why? barfs up this <laughs> this creature. She's lying, of course. But, like, it's such a weird fucking show! It's a weird show. And, like, as a kid, I remember just hanging on to what every is this? second <laughs> of it. And I'm like, I want more. Um, <laughs> I think as an adult, though, I recognize that that oh, was just... Oh, boy. A, that was another show that you were... Show. That, that you never realized as a kid, but now you're like... Oh, that's an made. incest show. That's an incest. <laughs> this was made yeah. Right? No, it was like there was like two a brother and sister that were supposed to get married in the story. Yes, it was fucking real. It was like how did this yeah, get made? It's a weird. It was a weird show. No, it was fucking weird. Yeah. And like yeah, I was compelling. So yeah, now like I don't want to watch it. <laughs> it was one of those harem shows. Uh, you know, like yeah. you know, you got Not the one you got me. the one one dude. One prepubescent boy. Like seven different oh no, women. he's just pubescent. Yeah, he's just like growing into his feelings and like he surrounded had, by all these women that love him. He also had a laser you know? sword and he went into space. He did have a lightsaber, like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like, I mean, he's surrounded by all the cute girls that like a, him. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Honorable mention because it, as a kid, I remember Tenchi Milio, and I never liked it. <laughs> I loved it as a kid, and today, like, I'm just I can't imagine ever going back. Yeah, it. that was one of those shows I remember my brother watching, and I was like, "Why are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Is this porn? <laughs> <laughs> it's all porn. It's all porn." I'm like worried that I missed some like really. So I mean, yeah, it's not. A I have some other things on the show. Keep going, list. keep going. So I'm gonna say this. This one's an honorable mention because it's not done yet. But Attack on Titan mm-hmm. has one of the best written stories I've ever seen, and it's like really great yeah, because like it's a show that you think that the characters are idiots, and then they show you that like, oh no, the characters are smarter than you. Like, while you're watching this, they've already made a plan to catch the other Titans while you you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Like, that whole bit, again, spoilers for uh, seasons two and three of uh, Attack on Titan. Like, when the armored Titan, when the, 
he he goes to Aaron. He's like, "Hey, I'm the armored titan. That's the colossal titan. Bert, Butthole's right over there. You know, just come with us, man. Just like let's 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 just. I'm so tired of this game. Let's just let's just do this." And Aaron's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and they and but then you find out that they had already find out, found out that they were like the betrayer people that they were the infiltrators. So like they already had a plan to catch them. Yeah, it was like. Fucking great! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a such show. so great. You're playing like 40 chess. Like I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know you guys were smart enough to realize. Yes, they are the people that were betraying you. And then it only got greater once you got into the basement and oh, you find yeah. out like how big that world really is. Mm-hmm. And it's just fantastic world building, fantastic storytelling. Such a good show, and really and it's got one more season, and I can't wait. But it's not really on the list because it's not done yet it's, there's yeah. every possibility that the last season's just going to shit the bed <laughs> because sometimes that happens uh, mean, like game of thrones like you go through seven seasons writer, you though. never know <laughs> you never know uh speaking of a uh, shout out that's not completed uh for me that is fruits basket so okay yeah. started never finished started again and ongoing and it was i think it was my first shoujo because i you know before really knowing i guess like full moon Masaga shite could arguably be shoujo but you know, mm-hmm. i don't really at the time i don't really think it was considered that so like for me it was first like full-on shoujo one of the most iconic and well-loved shoujos of all time and i love that show and it made me realize like oh i like the girly stuff too you know yeah, yeah. like i don't i don't just like all the the boy nerdy stuff i like the girly stuff too and it's just like i just absolutely love how heartwarming and just amazing it is i um i think i'd want to put jojo's bizarre adventure on my uh i thought i was just about to say we're just gonna Um, start naming uh, yeah i was just about well it's jojo and then one more thing and and then i'm Um, gonna end it there no that's a great show yeah jojo jojo i I only recently watched jojo's Bizarre adventure from the first few seasons and Mm -hmm. it's very new to us i knew in my mind i'm like anime is weird at times yeah it's weird jojo's bizarre adventure literally amped that oh yeah and i was just like i felt like i was on a runaway train at times yeah i I was just like you know (laughs) jojo's bizarre adventure is literally like hey just come with me just don't don't, ask questions don't ask questions think about it just I love show. it for that. Yeah. I love it for that. So I do it, love the weird. It's on my. It's I, on my honorable mentions. I love yeah, I JoJo agree. because of all the details and the, all the continuations. Where yeah. like watching part one to part five, like everything's important. You know, really like everything that, leads right. into something else. It's actions have consequences. Oh my god! <laughs> you know. And uh, just, like, the creativity oh, of it, that, you know, how, like, they bring in, like, American culture in the names of the stands in yeah. season four and onwards, you know. Mm-hmm. I do love it. It's so great. And there's so much to love about it. Like, Jojo, and, <laughs> and, you know, I just keep quoting it to myself, like, you know, like, and sometimes I'll just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exceptional. It's exceptional. <laughs> Son of a bitch. When I think of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I think of what people who don't watch anime think. What they anime think anime is. is. Yeah. And that, yeah. Makes me, that makes me enjoy it more. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, yeah. Because they're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're so That's right. what they think all anime is. And it's not true, but there is some truth to it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I have one more, and it is the Island of Giant Insects. Oh God, no! Fuck you! How dare you? That is the worst piece of garbage I've ever seen. I guess it could have changed your life in the way that it make you want to just quit, just quit everything. No, no, that's not it. Um, Yeah. The last thing for me is Fuck run, you. run with the wind. So not only was this uh, my, one of my favorite animes ever, uh, it's a show that I find very rewatchable. It's just the team building, the just the never giving up. I did forget an important one. I'm sorry. Keep okay. Going. Uh, the never giving up sort of style and just the way the story is told. I've watched this twice now, and the second I finished it, I was just like, I could watch it again right now. For me, it is the anime that has the most rewatchability. I think right now in my life, and mm-hmm. I, I've fucking love that show to to the very end it's just everything about it i'm just like i want to know these people in real life and i want to be part of this team even though i hate running and it, made, it actually made me want to go outside and like jog in my neighborhood yeah. and that's like that's saying a lot yeah i i, I <laughs> now it's not as i think impactful as some of the other ones i've mentioned but as far as just enjoyment of anime that one is is a top tier for me so I'm the worst because I forgot one of my absolute favorite animes of all time. It's not an honorable mention. It is mention. And that is the most rewatchable show for me, which is what reminded me, is Yuri on Ice. So oh, yeah. also exceptional. Yeah. So if I'm like, if I'm having a bad day and I just want a nice pick me up, I put on Yuri on Ice. If I'm sick and I have, I have a fever and I'm eating rice porridge and I just want to watch something cozy, I'm watching Yuri on Ice. Are you like a fucking like Victorian debutante? Like that's I just in the bed, like, oh, I'll have some porridge while I watch my movies. No, that's, that's, my you don't know this in Japan. That's what you have when you're sick. They oh, make really? Rice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know so that. So it's like, instead of like the ratio of two cups water to one cup of rice, porridge. it's like it's their chicken six soup. to nine gotcha. cups of water to one cup of rice so it really breaks down into mm-hmm. like a soup yeah and you can make it with um you can make it with chicken broth and salt and it's really good but it's really easy on the stomach so mm-hmm. um a couple months ago i got the flu and i was just like john i don't feel good can we watch yuri on ice and it just like it just makes me feel so much better the music That's nice. it's just like it's just about i said no it's like pushing yourself. <laughs> oh my god i guess it's like run with the wind where you're pushing yourself to your limits for something that you love and it's mm-hmm. also you know it's it's a sport and yeah. it's just like just makes you like sports animes really get you going. Yeah, like it just—it's so motivational and uplifting, and and it was also a love story without throwing it in your face. It's, Yuri's on Ice and Run with the Wind. Yuri on Ice was okay. like so cleverly done, where it's like it's obviously love, but they don't have to say it because it's so well shown in a story. Mm. It was so so good, and it was hilarious. I loved it. So that that I have to add. Yeah, it's very fun. Yuri on Ice. So my last one is one I've talked about so many times. I've already talked about it on this episode, and that's Your Name. Yeah. Like, it is one of those movies, I believe I've watched it, like, five times. Like, it is so great. I thought every bit of the animation was great. I thought the story was great. Uh, you know, the, the twist ending, the switching between bodies, like, seeing some seeing the world through someone else's perspective. Like, I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was a great movie, and, like, mm-hmm. it's just fun to watch. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's a heartwarming movie, for sure. Yeah. Although John may think it's predictable. It is I, I, but that's, that's you know, because I, I have I think that mind. when you get to a certain point in the movie, it leaves you enough breadcrumbs that you're supposed to kind of yeah. figure it out if you want to. But I think it also was a nice moment of, like, oh, there's another 
plot director to this. out there. There's another oh. director out there <laughs> that I can look forward to their next mm-hmm. release, like knowing yeah, that. And Julie then Weathering with You came out, and, and it was a banger. And yeah, it was, it's like yeah. now I want to watch Matoko's work and see what he comes out with. And I'm like, yeah, I think like your name was a really nice surprise. That, that was a long episode. For our final episode of GITCN. No! Um, but you, shall you know not what? Stay me. tuned because Blake. I will escape this prison. Yeah, in some time, Blake, Blake <laughs> will be coming with uh, at you with uh, his own podcast with uh, alongside Tom. I'll escape mm-hmm. from um, the moon like Rita Repulsa. Like a thousand <laughs> years, I am finally free. Oh my God. <laughs> um, he's, in the pro- <laughs> he's in the process of putting it together, so you know. <laughs> Keep GITC anime in your podcast feed because yes. Blake will be using the Blake same will be ARC back. feed. He will be back. <laughs> As we start the show and everybody's um, gone. <laughs> one thing I want to say is uh, thank you to all of the listeners. Thank you to everyone who's ever reached out. And we're sorry if we never were able to get around to your anime. Because I know we've oh. had some requests like Pokemon, which is a t- t- 25-year-old anime. Yeah. With that many years of anime episodes. Yeah. So there's but one we did the, movies, the same though. reason we'll never watch one we piece. Compromise and we covered the yeah, Pokemon movies. Don't, I think you know, that's yeah. fair. We hope that you have found some enjoyment throughout yeah. the time you have spent with us. We are great, grateful. We're, we're grateful. This this was incredibly fun over the years. And um, and speaking I of requests, um, we yeah, thanks because for watching we're winding down our show, we might not check our emails as much as we used to. So we did get a really nice uh, email from a couple that's a fan of ours. And oh, really? So after this, I'll show Did they mention me? I'm they mentioned our <laughs> Kagome and Inuyasha. Oh, really? And uh, so when we're done, we're, we'll respond to them. And then because they had questions about the winding down of the show. But it's really nice to hear from listeners. And, um, you know, our, our, we'll still have our GITC anime email if you have any questions about, like, did, uh, when Blake's mm-hmm. going to start, if you if you have any questions for oh, him. Oh, boy, do I need to start working you on can, that. Oh, you boy. can still reach out to us. We'll still keep an eye on it for you guys. And, yeah, and uh, I mean... The, and, you know, stay tuned. The Twitter will eventually transfer over to Blake's new podcast and stuff. Yeah. But keep us in your feed because, you know, there'll, yeah, keep there'll in that RSS always be feed. another thing. And you know what? You may hear from me and Bridget again in the future. Future. Yeah, so, and we're back <laughs> uh, for at least an episode. We'll do a, like a yeah. Miyazaki, like we're retired, right. and then we're not, we're not. and then we're no, no, yeah. no we'll come on as guests. Yeah, sometimes life brings people in different directions. And, I just, you know, I want to say I think the best thing we did for the podcast was to bring Blake in. Oh, hell yeah! Um, I'm gonna. Cry. It has been incredibly <laughs> fun having you here with us. It's been a lot of fun being here. I, I really appreciate every episode I, I was on. I love you and I hate you at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I but feel I know, that energy. I know it's you know, yeah. mutual. So. It's mutual. Yeah. So, you no, guys are um, so, you always tease each other. I yeah, that's it. what the fun is. That's, that's, that's friendship <laughs> that's, right there. Um, that's your bit. We, we also always have one bit to come together. When we hate your anime, your word of the week bit. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. When we're um, like, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's been a good time and we just we thank it's you for it's been a listening. lot of fun it's it's been a it's been a ride yeah it has been a ride thank you for for giving me my uh <laughs> my my issues <laughs> yeah you've had, issues. A, you've had a, a place yeah. to express your issues i have a place i have an outlet and now <laughs> the world knows who you really are oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh but um 
Bridget and I are incredibly grateful. Blake, obviously, I'm sure you are, feel the same. I was um, very happy and in. thankful that you let me be part of this. Oh, it was, you know? it, was a, it was a ride. It was a fun ride. Um, we got to I go to people, so many conventions um, together. Oh, I yeah. miss conventions. Maybe yeah. now with when a little COVID's more time, over and conventions things. come back, mm-hmm. we will be hitting conventions. Again. Absolutely. I guess people will probably want to know why we're stopping. The that might be a good thing oh, to yeah, mo- yeah. mention. <laughs> so that yeah, that was a question that we got. There Pregnant. Why? I'm, I'm what? So, I mean, <laughs> it's been three years, and we tried to end it around the three-year anniversary. So it was a nice, like, so very yes. nice and complete. We made, enough, yeah. we made enough regular episodes to where you can have an episode a week, you know, and for, yeah, for, three, for years. three years running, um, mm-hmm. which is amazing. It's yeah, a nice, like, it's a, good, a nice, solid, that's a good go. If yeah. we haven't already, uh, we will release any original patreon content that we had or extra episodes yeah we'll there's get a those, few there's we'll a get those up there. so you may have a few extra things in your feed so i know i had started like an anime candle company which has been doing really well it's booming <laughs> and yeah it's doing really good and i just i've had my hands full i also work full time on top of that as an art restorer so they've kind of been overworking me so on top of like between that and having a, a candle company that's becoming like a full-time job. I've been really busy. And um, we also live in one of the most expensive places in the country. So we're kind of going to be moving like an hour and a half west of here next year. And we're moving to Brooklyn, which is really, really exciting. And uh, so hey, that's going to be... Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so we're going to be... Yeah, we're moving to Brooklyn. We're moving to New York City. And um, I'm super excited for it. We're going to be living in like... The biggest art hub in the country, essentially. So um, there's a lot of things for us to look forward to. You know, we're we're kind of getting old. We're in our 30s. Speak so. for yourself. What? Like 22. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's just like, it just felt like a really, like, solid ending point for us. So to, we're going to be yeah. moving. Yeah. I have, like, a candle company to look after and... Um, but I'm still watching anime on the side. Yeah, you know, keep keep up with Bridget on her candle company. It's mm. it's she's constantly coming up with new stuff. And I'm making all, they're all amazing. Candle. They're all amazing. The apartment never stops smelling like candles. Yeah. Well, I have I have a goal to start a gaming channel uh, in the coming months. Once we, I think probably uh, that'll fully go off once we actually settle in our next uh, place. Um, so sometime next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just come a point. We've had so much fun doing this, but. You know, there's there's a time and place for everything, and uh, with with a new hope on the horizon, I think I'm happy with ending it where we're ending it. Yeah, um, and for me, it was just keeping up with uh, the show while trying to keep up with like two jobs. I was like, yeah, can't that's rough. really do it, but I love what I'm doing. So you know, I still love anime, and I would love to be a guest when you do start your own thing. Yeah, totally. So it'll be a way for me to like. We'll, we'll get Tom in on this. He's already he's so it's so fun gung-ho. recording with him. He's a great so guy. Great. Yeah. yeah, you guys are gonna do fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, stuff. you guys. So are now I just gotta do the thing where I actually put in the work. Do it. Yeah. Put in the work and not uh not bitch out. I'll design and your not, logo. Get yeah. it all started up. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. <laughs> so our sign off normally tells you to reach out to us, but I guess. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. Well, again, like I said, you can reach out to us. Our email gitcanime@gmail.com. If you have any questions for Blake or for us, we just want to say thank you and goodbye. You know, it's up to you. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're, I still have the email, so you can reach out to us. But yeah, that's it, meow. Don't forget about uh, Bridges Anime Candle Company. Yeah, I'm uh, Starlight Candles LLC on Etsy. 
And I'm actually in the middle of uh, developing my own website, so nice. I'm getting off of Etsy. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been something. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Blake. Thank, Thank you to Bridget. Thanks, Thank you John. guys. Thanks, Bridget. Thank you to everyone who's ever listened. Yeah. Thank, thank you for anyone listeners. that's ever reached out. Yeah. Just thank you. Thank you uh, to all the convention people that ever ran a convention that we could go to. We, yeah. we thank you, Japan. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Japan, for, for being, making anime. For being what you are. For being amazing. And just have a good one. Sayonara. Sayonara. And for, for the sure. last time, ladu ladu. Better, better. Uh, I thought you were going to do the Sada. 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 Sada.